Okay, we are in Sefer Divrei Hayamim Aleph, Perek Yud Aleph, Pasuk Lamed Tes. So in Perek Yud was the first time we were introduced to David HaMelech. And the way it was presented, David HaMelech was already king of the Judean tribe in Hebron for seven and a half years. And so now the people come as if by a mysterious force are drawn to Hebron after the death of Shaul. And by acclamation, David is made king. We saw that immediately after that, he moves to Yerushalayim, his capital city, establishes headquarters, and also establishes a very regimented military system, a group called the Giborim. The Giborim consists of three layers, as we said. First is the top three elite warriors. Second is another group of three elite warriors, and then follows with 30 generals, assorted officers, and military figures. The Mephorshim say that these 36 Giborim were not only military experts, but in Torah. They, they knew Torah, they led the people in Torah, and say the Mephorshim, that's where we get 36, the Lamed Vovniks, as they call them, who are in every generation who are there to protect the people. So now we are continuing to mention the Gibor on Pasuk Lamed Tess of Pyrrhic Yudalov, Selek Ha'amoni, and it seems like another list, but there is some very interesting uh, items on it. Selech Harmoni, Nachri Habrisi, Nosei Klei Yoav. He was the arms carrier for Yoav Ben Surya, who was David's general. Ira Hayisri, Gorev Hayisri. Now comes the interesting in Memala. Uriah Hachiti, Zavad Ben Achalu. Uriah Hachiti was, as we know, the husband of Bacheva. So the first thing is Hitzi, if he's a Hittite, why would he be as one of David's leading generals? The answer is that Hitzi describes the geographical area he came from, of the Hittites. Interestingly, and we've stressed this before, in Shmuel, the original source for this, um, Bathsheba is in eight separate prokim. Uh, who David marries, she becomes the mother of Shlomo, she influences the selection of Shlomo. Here in Divrei Hayomim, you will not find her name. We don't mention her at all. And what's more, Uriachiti, in the list given in Shmuel of all the Giborim, the list stops after Uriachiti. Why, say the Mepharshim? So the Kaddish Baruch Hu is so furious, Kaviyahol, with David for what he had done, he stops the list of Giborim. Here, we can't be furious at David. The idea is to project David as near perfection. So we continue with the list of 14 or so 
after Uriah Hachiti. So it's Adina ben Shiza Haruveni, Roshay Laruveni, the Olav Shlishim. Chanan ben Haiz, he's in the group of 30. Chanan ben Macha, the Yoshafat Hamisni, Uziah Eshterasi, Shma, the Yoel Benei Chosam, Ha'ariri, Yediel ben Shomri, the Yocha Ache Hatisi, Aliel Hamachazim, the Arivu, the Yashoria, Bene El Nom, the Yesema Hamoavi, Eliel, the Ove, the Yashoel Hamitsopia. And that supposedly completes the list of 30, but it really doesn't. There are some missing from this list or some omissions. How can you have a Moavi? How can you have a Moavi? The name is Yisma Moab. That's the same thing, probably from the territory of Moab. Uh, you could uh, not have a, a non-Jewish general in his army. So now, in typical Tivri Hayomim fashion, we are now going to go backwards from Hebron to Tziklag. Tziklag, you will recall, was when David HaMelech was just totally thwarted by Shaul HaMelech. Shaul was going to kill him. There was no question about it. He went from hiding place to hide, from Adulam to the caves, without any success. Shaul was in, determined, obsessed with killing David. Finally, David goes to the king Achash of the Plishkim, asked him for a safe haven, they give him the city of Ziklag, a Philistine city, where he has 400 men that he has with him. And what he did in Ziklag, he's only there for four months, but he goes back and forth over the border on various missions. He tells um, Achash he's fighting uh, Amalek, he's fighting this. We don't know who he's fighting. We trust he's not engaged. We're almost positive in B'nai Yisrael. But he's fighting the Amalekites, and he comes back. Um, and we're going to see he attracts quite a group in Siklog. So Eilav HaBoy Meldovit L'Tziklog, Od Otzer Mipnei Shaul. This is where he was hiding before Shaul, Ben Kish. And these people form the essence of the Giborim. Question is, why did Shaul become so obsessed with killing him? He was driven. One Medrash tells us, I think we all heard the story, that Shaul heard the women singing to the effect, David has killed his thousands, meaning in battle, Shaul has killed, I'm sorry, Shaul has killed his thousands, David has killed his ten thousands. And he got furious at this, that they were saying David was ten times the warrior he was, or the national hero, nor was his animosity helped by the fact that his son, Yehonah's son, who was to be the next king after Shaul, showed no interest in the kingship, but was a deep, soulful friend of David and protected and defended David, that could not have helped matters. Meanwhile, he is out to get him. And so he attracts this group when he's at Zilkad. Nishke Keshes Miyaminim Umismolim. Archers with, remember Dextrous, that's a Miyaminim Umismolim, Balvanim with stones, Ubachitsim, spears. They could throw from either side, bakeshes, bows and arrows, me'achei Sha'ul mi'binyamin. Very surprising. They are from the brethren of Sha'ul. We are saying 
that even when Shaul is alive and he's hiding out from Shaul, the Benjaminites came to join him. There were disaffected Benjaminites who wanted to be part of David's army. Horosh Achiezer v'yoash ben Hashimo ha'givasi v'yeziel u'felet ben Azei ha'moves u'vrocha v'yahu ha'nasosi. Those were three of them. Further, v'yishmayahu ha'givoni gibor b'shloshim v'al ha'shloshim. Not only was he in the shlosh, the 30, he was the head of the 30. V'yumiyo v'yachsiel v'yochanan v'yosevet ha'girdrosi elazi v'yurino s'valo u'shmir shaptoya ha'charufi so that's a fairly substantial delegation of disaffected Benjaminites, which Shaul comes from. Now, Umin Hagadi, from the tribe of Gadi, but the Mephorshim say Binyamin was not the first tribe that had members defecting to Melach David. God was. And God, as we know, was the fiercest, most effective warriors in all of Israel, of all the Shrachim. So now, Umin HaGadi, which first defected to David. Umin HaGadi, Nivdalu El David, Lamatzah, Midabra, Gibore, Hachayel, Anshei Tzwa, Al Milchoma, Erchei Tzina, Veroma, Supnei Arye, Mipneim, and so God defects men of great military valor and skill. Uh, their faces uh, were like the faces of lions, so fierce were they. And they traversed mountaintops like deer. They were just Warriors without parallel. Ezer Harosh, Ovadja Hasheni, Eliyav Hashlishi. Ezer was the head of them, then Ovadja the second, then Eliyav Hashlishi. Mishmanya Haravi, Eliyav Hamishi, Ati Hashishi, Eliyav Hashmini, Yochan Hashmini, Elazar Hatishi, Yemiyav Asiri, Machti Ashe Aso. These, as the Apostle Tesla says, Eilat Mibne God, they were the heads of the army. The weakest, most ineffective soldier was better than a hundred men. And the premier soldiers, was worth a thousand other soldiers of any other army. It's an interesting parallel we learn in um, Javarim, where you are blessed with that a hundred will go out in pursuit of a thousand and, and overcome them, and a thousand will go out in ten thousand. So this is that Navua coming true about Israel's military skill. Uh, so Ela Bidnegad, uh, we said, Elahim Asher Evdolis Hayardin, they were so mighty, so strong, so fearless that they crossed the Jordan River, Bachodesh Harishon, which is in Nisan, where the river is at its most fierce and dangerous in terms of its current. Uh, and they overcame everyone that confronted them on the other side. Once they reached the Jordan, they fought fearlessly, valiantly, and most important, 
successfully. And now Binyamin comes, and this is where we get the fact that God is first, not Binyamin. Now comes Binyamin, the Yehuda, Adla Metzar, David, and Judea, although David was already there, come to that fortress we said that he dwells in, in um, Har David. David Now, David is justifiably suspicious now that why is Binyamin coming to him? They're from Shaul. And so what he does is come out to meet them rather than let them in. So, If you've come in peace, Eli to me, Lazruni Yeli. To help me, you will be Yehila Yalechem Levav Yiyachat. We'll be one heart, one hand. We, I, I, I will love you like brothers. But if you're coming to trick me, to entrap me, I tell you, there is no in my heart. I never did anything wrong to Saul. I never did him any harm. So that I'm innocent, and therefore, let our God judge as between us. This is very interesting. Amashai is a cousin of David. And so he speaks up, he accompanies them, and he says, Amashai, suddenly a ruach overcomes Amishai. Some say it's a ruach HaKodesh, some say it's not, but he does speak with great conviction and force, and as we're going to see, effectiveness about David. Um, he was the head of the 30. Peace, double peace to you, David. You are our leader. We love you. And now this sways David. And David makes him, as we've seen, the head of the whole group of 30. Now there are more tribes coming in. They came at first for war, but for some reason were of no help. Because what they did was wait. They, they stayed out of it. Uh, till their master Shaul fell before David. Then Menashe comes to Tziklag to join the other wave coming. They were all mighty men of valor. They were officers. And so each day, that encampment with Menashe and other tribes gathered around, increasing in their numbers. The Elam is Sifre Roshachalutz, Latzava, Bo, Al David, Hevrona, the Hussiv, Malchus, Shalelov, Kefi Hashem. And these are the leaders that came to Hebron 
to be with David. We fast forward to Hebron now. B'nei Yehuda nisei tzinav aromat sheishes alafim u'shmone meyos chalutzei tzavah. Um, Six thousand eight hundred from that tribe, from B'nei Yehuda. Remember, he was with Yehuda already. Men b'nei Shimon giborei chayel atzavah shivas alafim u'meyos seven thousand. B'nei Halevi arvas alafim b'sheish meyot. So now your question is, since when did Levi join the army? Were Levi fighters? No, of course not. But they joined in other capacities, um, spiritual capacities, 4,600. Yehoyodo was the whole head. A great valiant warrior, he joined them. And a great delegation, as we said from Binyamin, the brethren of Shaul themselves. And they became the Shomrim from the house of Shaul. Umin b'nei Ephraim, Esrim elef u'shmona meyoski borechayel anshe shemos levei shavasam. Umachtzei matam menashe shmona eser. All of again, this might be the other side of Menashe on the West Bank. Asher nikvu b'shemos levola hamlich as David. They came uh, with great warriors. Umin b'nei Yisachar, Yodei Bina. Remember Yisachar were the best Learners, teachers, students of Torah in all the Shratim, Yode Bina, La Itim, La Dasma, Yase, Yisrael, Roshayim, Masayim, Rechalachayim, Alpiyim. They led the nation in Torah and joined David's side. Mizwulan, Yotse Tzava, Arche, Milchama, Bechokli, Milchama, Chamishim, Elef, Lador, Below, Lev, Lev. They came with him with full hearts, with full loyalty. Uminaftali, Sorim Elef, Imahem Betsina, Bachanit, great warriors with the bow, the arrow, the spear, Shloshim Beshiva Elef. 30,700 men. Umin Hadani, Orche from Don, Milchama, Esrim, Ushmona, Elef, Ashesh, Meo. Ume Asher, Yotse Tsavala, Roch, Milchama, Abraham, Elef. So these all were those who gravitated to David. Um each one valiant as a warrior coming with full heart and support. So these came to Hebron to say we are with you, to anoint him as king, not of just of Judea, which he had served for seven years, but of all Israel. Lahamlich as David, I'll call Yisrael, the Gam Sheris Yisrael, Levechad Lahamlich as David. They came and spoke with one heart to anoint David. Their feast of drinking and eating, that they had prepared for them. They brought 
chamorim laden with bread, ubegmalim, ubeprodim, sound like a great celebration, umiboker meochal kenach, they ate flowers, javelin, figs, with simukim, raisins, beyayin, wine, veshemen, uvokra, vitzon, larov, kisimcha. Now, one thing we did not discuss. When David comes back to Tziklov, he leaves Tziklov with permission of Achash the king, asks permission to join the Philistines in their army to help with whatever they're doing. Achash says yes, but when he leaves Tziklov, the Plishtim don't want him there. They, they suspect him as a fifth columnist. They don't want David to accompany them. So he goes back to Tziklov with his troops, and this is in Shmuel Periklamid, you don't get it from here. He finds the city completely destroyed. The Plishtim had destroyed this, I'm sorry, it wasn't the Plishtim, the Amalekites, had destroyed the city of Tziklov, had taken the women and children, including Abigail, one of his favorite wives, and another wife, and take them in captivity over to the other side. The men in David's accompanying regiment are furious at him because they don't know what's happened to their wives and children. The town of Siklag is burnt to the ground. David consults the Urim Batumim, and the Urim Batumim says to him, go, you will surely triumph. He goes and miraculously, they all have survived. No one was hurt or injured. He recaptures the wives and children. He even gets all the booty, the loot that the uh, Amalekites had, had gotten and now distributes among all the tribes as well. So now he is back in Siklag. When you think about it, he's only there for four months. And soon he's got an accompaniment of 600 men, plus as we've seen, hundred thousands that will now accompany him to Hebron. And in Mir Hashem, tomorrow, we're going to see the first great heroic act, according to Divrei Hayomim, that Javid does, specifically the return of the Aaron Kodesh after years of being outside of Yerushalayim, back into Yerushalayim, 8.45 a.m. You will not want to miss it, Ad Khan.